Tonight we start our show on a sad note. Uh, generally, you would see six people on screen right now. Currently, you see none. Uh, we are going to take this moment to celebrate a man by the name of Phineas Johnson, a big Memphis Tiger supporter, a uh, big supporter of Memphis in general. Uh, we want to uh, pray for all his friends and his family. All right, guys, thank you for that. Uh, we, we, we really hate to start our show like that, but we wanted to take, our, take an opportunity to uh, give thanks to a man that, that did a lot for the city of Memphis and all, uh, all, all athletics in general. Um, so Phineas Johnson, thank you for everything you did for the city of Memphis. Now, to get our show going, um, I got some coaching news I want to talk about, guys. I don't know about y'all. Uh, evidently, there's some new guy down in Jacksonville that maybe a few people have heard of. Uh, other news bouncing around. All, I, I also want to talk about what I feel is very odd, peculiar activity happening in Knoxville as well. Um, John, Christian, Aaron, Nathan, Brandon. Nathan. I know, I know. Nathan's just. Apologize, apologize, apologize. All right, all right. So, all right. Let me just get this out of the way first. Oh my lord! Let me just get this out of the way at the beginning of the show. Hey God, I think, I think, I think Christian should apologize first. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Christian. I was wrong, man. I, I, was, I was dead wrong. I thought Ohio State was, was a butt whooping. I thought Ohio State was better than that, but they uh, they they apparently didn't play enough games this year. Yeah, I uh, you know when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I was wrong. Uh, Alabama beat the crap out of Ohio State, uh, just like Nathan said was going to happen. Just like Raymond, just like Raymond Makita that was on the show. Said so we're gonna happen, uh, see, you know. But see, here's what I Brandon, mean. Brandon, Brandon yeah, Brandon said the same thing. John, I mean, you know. no, no, no. Brandon called it better than anybody. Though. Oh, I know, I know. He, he called 28 points. He did. He did. He did. Go ahead. Vegas, if you're listening, I'm up for hire. <laughs> what were you saying, Aaron? So, so I, I was saying, like, okay, guys, you got college football. Then you got the NFL, but somewhere in between, you got a different animal, and that animal is Alabama. Not college, because they beat the crap out of everyone yeah. they see. <laughs> but but I'm sure they probably can't even beat a New York Jet, you know. So it's like they're right in the middle, you know. It's kind of like the next step to the pros, you know. Yes. Like well, it's don't like, remind like, me about my Jet. 
It's like minor league football. Yeah, yeah exactly. minor league football. Exactly. It's 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 minor like league the football. XFL. They join the XFL. <laughs> they would beat XFL teams. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. They would they would run them out of the gym. No doubt. Golly, it'd be terrible. Out of the um, field. Jim <laughs> hey, Field, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh speaking of college football, um, I got to talk about Tennessee just to start off the show. I found this to be the most peculiar hire I think I've ever seen. All right, so everyone knows Jeremy Pruitt is at Tennessee. Jeremy Pruitt's having issues. Um, Philip Fulmer is his athletic director. Well, let me take you back to the, the Jeremy Pruitt hiring process. Uh, a man by the name of Kevin Steele was this close to becoming the Tennessee head coach. Kevin Steele was at Auburn. Kevin Steele was relieving his duties. Now Kevin Steele has been hired as a defensive assistant, but Tennessee also put out a hiring freeze. So, how do you hire someone if you're in a hiring freeze? Then, evidently, according to reports, there was a another coach, which I don't know his name, who was going to be hired, but they told him, "No, we can't hire you. We're in a hiring freeze." Here's what I think is getting ready to happen. I think that was a Philip Fulmer hire, and Jeremy Pruitt's getting ready to be shown the door, and Kevin Steele's getting ready to be your new head coach at the University of Tennessee. Ooh, okay. Why not just make him the head coach and do it right now? Yeah, what's up with the games? Because that wasn't a Jeremy move. That was a little former move. You know, Wes, I heard the same exact thing, and I've heard it's going to be as early as Sunday. That's when it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I found that, and that's something that nobody's really talking about. But I found that to be the most crazy move I've seen so far. Yeah, because it doesn't you know, make sense that he went from the same position. I believe it. Where was he? Auburn. Yeah, he was. He was the DC to Auburn. take a job to take a a worse job at the moment. The same well, position at a different school. It don't make sense. It wasn't even the same position, Christian. It was a no. defensive assistant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, so what, what like a defensive line job or something. See, oh, yeah, wow. that don't. There's something to that. Exactly. Exactly. There's a scheme I, I, going on. Man, yeah, it's it's Jeremy Pru is getting ran out of towns. What happened? I mean, how's how much I guess the money could be a thing too, but I don't I don't know. Wes, did you also care about, about the fact that you're getting looked at by the NCAA? That makes my heart happy. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They are, and I think that's, Tennessee that's, or yes. Auburn. No, Tennessee. Tennessee is, yes. Okay. Uh majorly, uh, by the way. Um Wes, did you know this? So that three of their assistant coaches' contracts are due up January thirty first. Yes, yes, and I, I, that's where I feed into the. This is getting ready to be Kevin Steele's team. They're gonna let everybody go. It's just gonna be him, and he's gonna get the higher staff. I mean, I don't know what Jeremy Pruitt's buyout is. Uh, I'd be, I'd be very. Interested it's about. To know. I think it's. I think it's somewhere between twelve and fifteen million. Is it really? Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna buy so, it. 
Well, it's not like I Gus Malzahn, where it's like 28 million. Liberty, right? He's chilling over there, right? So Gus? Yeah, <laughs> Gus ain't going to leave. Liberty. No, 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 Hugh Freeze. Gus is playing Hugh golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hugh's he's, at Liberty. he's over at Liberty. Yeah, yeah. The Liberty Eagles, according to. <laughs> yeah, according to. <laughs> yeah, 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 Liberty Eagles. I don't even know. Whatever. There's. Yeah, anyway. Um. But let me uh, let me get y'all's opinion real quick. So speaking of the NFL, uh, obviously we found out uh, what was it yesterday that Urban Meyer is now the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Let me ask you this: When I look back at Urban Meyer, anyway, I don't know that I've ever known him to be. And correct me if I'm wrong, which I know y'all will, because um, y'all are so great at it. Um, but John. Yes, John especially, yes. I have so many questions about this. Like, All right, Yeah, me too. So yeah, my first I mean, question is this. All right, so I've never known Urban Meyer to be a quote-unquote play caller. When he was at Utah, he had Dan Mullen. When he was at um, Florida, he had Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen. Yeah, when he was at uh, Ohio State, he had Tom Herman. I mean, I, I think his coordinator hires are going to be very crucial to see how successful he really is there. And, all right, here's my question did, did to y'all. A, sorry, sorry. A, yeah, you're good. A, do you like to hire? B, who do you think he should hire as his coordinators? Uh, Aaron, go first. Was oh, it me? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay, so um, I will say um, – I like the hire. I like it. Um, I know we talked on last show about how a lot of college coaches are not successful in the NFL, but I feel like this will be a different story. I um, don't know if it's real or not, but um, did y'all get a notification about Charlie Strong being hired? Yeah. So I I, I think uh, that's a good get. Um, I feel like Honestly, might as well try Tom Herman again as a coordinator. Uh, wait, did Tom Herman get another job somewhere else? No, I don't Not think yet. so. Okay, well, I mean, if, heck, it's like if Arizona gets away with hiring this, um, uh, can't even think of his name, but um, that guy from Texas Tech, and and yeah. I, I, hey, um, I felt like they had a pretty good season. You know, they did not make it to the playoffs, but I think they're a season away from making it. And um, so if I, I feel like they can get Tom Herman as a play caller, and I think it could work in the NFL because I'm personally seeing, a ch- I think, um, Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, all these guys are kind of changing the way the NFL is looking offensively, you're starting to see more running around and more scrambling and stuff. And and it seems to be working to a certain extent. Like, yes, there's a lot of injury. Like, didn't Kyler Murray get injured a little bit towards the end of the season? So, so I mean, that's not – I mean, the pocket's still the ideal place to be for an NFL quarterback, but um, – the the league is changing. Um, in my opinion, it's starting to look a little more like college. 
Um, when I was a kid, I didn't really like the NFL, and now I'm starting to like it. Not just because I'm older, but just because it's starting to look like something exciting to me. It's starting to look a little more like college football. So I feel like Urban Meyer will be successful. I do not know how he's going to handle coaching a bunch of adults. I don't know if he's going to be used to that. He may have to, um, because NFL coaches, they have to handle themselves in a different way. When you're in college, you're sort of a guardian. But when you're in NFL, this guy's making more money than you. So how do you step up and do your job, but still be respected? You, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a tough thing, but I, I like the hire. Um, defensive coordinator, I like Charlie Strong. If that was true, I like I like that. So I like Tom Merman, Charlie Strong. Uh, Charlie Strong Charlie Strong is going to be the linebackers coach. Or the linebackers coach. Okay. Well then, um, I, I don't I don't know for defensive coordinator, but I got Tom Herman for offensive coordinator. But I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Let's let's just be honest about it. When you look at college coaches that have made the jump to the NFL, uh, Saban wasn't all great at Miami. Um, Spurrier was not good in Washington. Uh, Kingsbury, I think, has done a good job, to be honest about it. Uh, Pete Carroll, I think, has obviously been the, the person that's broken the rule of nobody successful coming out of college. Um, you look at uh, the guy that was just in Jacksonville that was fired, Doug Maroney. He came from the college ranks as well. Um, but looking at Urban Meyer, man, I think he's just a different beast. I think he's just a different animal. Uh, I think he just – I think he operates at a totally different level than other coaches. But when you look at his offensive and defensive coordinator, it would not shock me one bit if he didn't go get a Ryan Day from Ohio State. It would not shock me one bit if he didn't go get uh, Brian Hartline, who is the uh, wide receivers coach right now for Ohio State. Played in the pros, uh, knows the offense very well. Um, another guy that was at Michigan and is now the um, defensive coordinator, a, a defensive coach at Ohio State. I can't, uh, his name's escaping me. But I'm very interested to see, does Urban pluck from the college ranks or does urban pluck from the NFL ranks or does he kind of, does he kind of get a little bit from both? Cause you've got to have a guy that's going to be familiar with the NFL game. Um, I think, I, I don't know that you can create, I don't know that you can take all college coaches and bring them together and they're going to be uberly successful in the NFL. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't really see that. Uh, John, what what about you, man? Do you like the hire, and what about coordinators? Brandon, we're going to come to you next. I do like the hire, but uh, the thing is, like I talked to you about with you in text messages, my problem is, you know, you're saying this for your health is the main reason that you, you know, that you're leaving these jobs or whatever, like saying this right. because of your health. I'm really hoping and praying that his health is back on track because I hope that wasn't really an excuse back in the day to just get out of a job. But, uh, but, again, you never know these days. And uh, I do like to hire in Jacksonville. You know, I think he's in a good spot because he's familiar with the Florida background. Uh, 
He's getting Trevor bit. Lawrence. Let's not forget that. Oh, or Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Yeah. He's man, an Ohio I'm, State guy. Man, I'm I'm just saying, I, I don't think you I don't think I think when you look at the NFL today and you look at guys like Josh Allen, you look at guys like crap, I'll go ahead and say it. Tyler Henneke or whatever the crap the guy's name was it Tyler Henneke, right? <laughs> Better get it right. <laughs> or was it? Tyler, yeah, whatever. Yeah, him. Okay, him. Uh, when you look at guys like that, they can run, they can throw. Uh, Kyler Murray's another one, not, not as tall as Trevor Lawrence. But I don't think you can pass up Trevor Lawrence, man. I just looking at his body of work in college, I, any, any NFL team is going to jump on that guy. And if you're Jacksonville, I don't think your roster is really that bad. I mean, they got Robinson at running back. Their defense is pretty young. I, I think yeah. if you're Urban Meyer, you go get a guy like Ryan Day. I don't know that you can pluck him from Ohio State right now, but if you can, you go pluck him. Uh, I think that's a good hire. But like I said, John, let's not forget Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is going to be fun to watch in the NFL. You know, I will, don't be surprised if Willie Tigert goes there. No, I'm kidding. Uh, He's still got those Florida connections. He may bring in a Tebow or something. No, Tebow already declined it. He wants to focus on baseball. He's still, he's still playing, playing base. Yeah. Yeah, he's what? still playing baseball, so he declined. Double A. Is he, is he on the MLB team yet? Or? The Mets double A affiliate, I think, is still part of it. He's been on the for like 20 years. Wow. I did not realize he was still swinging the bat. Interesting. But, yeah, I don't. I agree with Aaron. Maybe you can maybe go after Tom Herman or Gus Malzahn. Mm-hmm. But uh, defense, uh, I really don't know who would basically want to become a part of that yeah, organization right either. now. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, nothing against that organization, but they've been, like, what, three wins in the last two years? But it's just hard that for somebody actually to go there the way they've been struggling all year. Like you said, they are young. I'm actually pretty surprised that he actually accepted the job. I mean, I'm just – I'm not at all. I mean – He's from Florida, so, you know, Florida and Ohio yeah. are the two main states. I just kind of thought he was done, but maybe he yeah. just needed a break. That's that's why I'm saying I'm just hoping these heart – or this health problems health, were health pretty issues. serious in general. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm reading his book right now, Beyond the Line, from Ohio State. But – uh. It's going to be interesting, though, in the offseason regardless. Yeah. Brandon, what about you, man? Do you like the hire? Um, first things first, uh, as far as Urban Meyer being hired at Jacksonville, um, I was listening to Sean Salisbury, uh, who's a former NFL player himself, uh, star of the Bench Warmers, my favorite baseball movie of all time. Um, but uh, I was listening to him on the radio today, and he said that Coaching in the NFL is not like coaching in college. It's completely different. There's these these guys are grown men. You're not their babysitter. They make their own choices, and if they screw up, it's on them. But also, like it's on the coach at that point too, because the media is going to put it on the coach. Um, health wise, I don't think it's a good decision for him if he's actually going through these health uh, problems. Uh, I, I think. I think it's a tough decision. And also, for you to be successful in the NFL, the owners have to be able to back you. You have to have a good front office, everything like that. It's completely different in college. You don't have an owner in college. 
you get whatever money the boosters give you, and you go get who you want when you want them. It, the NFL is a salary cap. I mean, there's not a salary cap at Ohio State, if we're being honest. Um, just like there's not a salary cap at Alabama or any of the other big schools. That we know of. No. That we know of. <laughs> but um, it, it, this is a big boy game. And uh, Urban Meyer is, uh, has been lucky because – the, the greatest quarterback in college football history graced his presence when he was at Florida. And um, he had some damn good players at Ohio State. Uh, I was lucky enough, I believe, when Louisville and Utah played in the Liberty Bowl, it might have been 2003. Um, Urban Meyer was the head coach for Utah at the time. Uh, which was really cool. I got to see him coach like live uh, in one of my first bowl games I ever went to. Um, I think he's a good coach, but it all comes down to if the front office is going to support him and if the ownership group is going to support him. Because if they are not supporting you, then it's done. It's hard to win in the NFL. I just don't see it lasting very long. I don't know, maybe three years max. I want him to be successful because I think Jacksonville is a good franchise. Yeah. Um, I think they have good pieces down there in DJ Tark and uh, um, who's the running back that was undrafted? James Robinson. James Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Robinson's good. I think he's got good pieces down there, but um, I think I, I also like Gardner Minshew gets a bad rap for like being this playboy type dude. I have friends who played with him at uh, Northwest Mississippi. The dude does not party like you think he does. The dude goes went to his dorm room, studied film, got ready to go to school, took good classes. That's all I've ever heard from him is people that know him. Is Gardner Minshew is a guy that you want to um, lead your team. He might not have all the talent in the world, but if you bring in Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew, like, helps guide him and smoother into the NFL, who's saying Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be a stud quarterback or Justin Fields? I personally think Trevor Lawrence is going number one. You have to remember uh, 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 Justin Fields was never coached by Urban Meyer. Uh, Justin Fields transferred from Georgia after Urban Meyer left o- Ohio State. Um, so that, that Ohio State connection is kind of up in the air. Uh, to me, but yeah, uh, I want him to be successful, but like I said, if his health isn't there and if he's not getting support from the front office, he's not going to be successful at all. So who's yeah. the OC in DC? Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Oh, uh, um, in a perfect world, um, and call me crazy, but, uh, I want to, uh, uh, Gary Kubiak to go down there and be the offensive coordinator for him. NFL veteran head coach, uh, former Broncos head coach. Uh, he won us the Super Bowl. Uh, I think he's, I think he's a good, good coach. He's he's also been had problems. You know, he wanted to come back and be the coach for the Broncos, and John Elway basically told him no. Well, Kubiak said, "Screw y'all! I'm going to go coach the Vikings and be the offensive coordinator." The Vikings have a dang good offense. Uh, um, and DC is hard. Um, I don't really know 
I'm trying to think. To me, the defensive coordinator is the hardest position. I mean, it's just, I, who does he get? I mean, he go get anybody. I mean, really. Yeah. I'm trying to look up somebody to see if they're still around. But I, I don't, I don't really know. Like, uh, Jets defensive coordinator. Gus Malzahn. I mean, what about? Uh, I mean, let me ask you this: Like, what about a guy like a Adam Gase? Uh, as crazy as that sounds, okay. like, isn't he like a defensive coordinator type guy? He is. Um, isn't he like the name he was looking for? Because I'm partial to it, and he had the best NFL defense for quite a few years in Denver. He's about 80 years old, but Wade Phillips. Yeah. Dude's yeah. a coach, and he wants to come back and coach. He said it like two weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I think Wade Phillips would be a good hire for him, at least to start out, you know, because Urban Meyer's coming in as – he's not young, but he, a young NFL coach. Uh, if you get veteran guys like Kubiak and Phillips around you to help surround your uh, your NFL program and build off of that, like, man, sky's the limit at that point. And I think these younger guys that they have in there will respect the older coaches as far – because they, they understand that these guys have been here for a long time and there's a reason they were there. I completely Nathan, agree. Go. Yeah, well – I was going to do Christian, and then, and then I was going to get Nathan. My fault. Yeah. Christian, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of people he can choose from. <clears throat> but like I, uh, Aaron said, uh, Herman, you know, I don't know that he could make that jump after getting fired, but we have seen it. Uh, why not uh, go coach under Urban Meyer and try to – you know, I mean, less pressure. It'll be less pressure. To me, Tom Herman doesn't strike me as a head coach for some reason. He's more – he could probably fit better in a – like an offensive coordinator role. Um, oh, yeah. And defensive coordinator. Uh, oh, man. It's hard because there's not a lot of – you know, de- there's not a lot of great defenses, so it's hard to pick from a pick a great defensive coach because the game now is mostly offensive. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really know about defense. I just who do they have there now? I mean, I guess they could keep him for now. <laughs> I have. I, I, I'm guessing Doug Maroney was calling their defense. I know he's got a defensive background. Um, but I honestly don't know. Uh, what about this? And this is going to be kind of off the wall and crazy, but what about, um, I mean, I could see Urban Meyer going and plucking <coughs> a guy like a Lincoln Riley. Oh, yeah. as, cra- as crazy as that sounds, it would, that would not shock me. He's going to Philly. Would he like, yeah, because Philadelphia wants him as a head coach. Would you want to be a head coach or a, or a coordinator? Like, Lincoln Riley's the next head coach at Alabama. Put yourself <laughs> in urban shoes. Who would you want to hire right now? Me personally, like Ryan Day. Think of Ryan, Ryan, Day. Ryan Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Day. I would take Ryan Day in a heartbeat. Or, or what about this? I thought about this today at work. 
What about Tony Elliott from Clemson? Oh. Hmm. What I think, about? I think that would shake things up. It won't happen. Uh, it won't happen at all. But what if Mike Norvell? I've thought about that too. I 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 thought about that too. What about um? What's his name at Clemson? The Brit. Brent yeah, or, yeah, uh, that's like who I was thinking. Yeah, Venables. Yeah, yeah. Venables was who I was thinking too. Aaron, I couldn't think of the name. Yeah, I don't know. There's we could go on all day, but oh yeah, most definitely. But I mean, I'll Sorry, be I'll we'll leaving Texas. No, I'm kidding. I'll be <laughs> interested to see who he does hire. <laughs> it's hard for me to get pumped up because it is Jacksonville, but you never know. Live update from John. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that pumps me up about Jacksonville is I love underdog teams. Yeah. Like the Browns. I picked the Browns up like three years ago, and when Jannard Avery got drafted to him, I was like, all right, cool. This is going to be like my secondary team next to the Broncos. Um, and look at them right now. They're playing the Chiefs on, what, Sunday? Yeah. Or yeah. tomorrow? Is it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. We'll, we'll find out a little bit, but no, like I cheer for underdog teams, so I want the Jaguars to be good. But like I said a minute ago, it all depends on if they're getting front office support and the players buy in, and if Urban Meyer can coach. Yeah, Nathan, what about you, man? Do you like the hire of Urban Meyer? <laughs> I mean, I like the hire. I was watching uh on ESPN. I was watching one of the talk shows on there. And some of them First were thing. talking about about the whole the hiring of Urban Meyer about his health and everything because of what he had you know what he went through at Ohio State. I mean, he even had health issues at Florida too. Yeah. Uh, and all, all of them said the same thing. You know, can he do it? Is he in good health to do it? It's different. It's going to be different because you're talking to grown grown ass men that are bringing in millions yeah. <laughs> and everything. So they're going to come in with a little bit of an attitude. So you can't you can't treat them like like for instance Nick Saban. Yeah, Nick Saban so can't go in there and pull somebody's helmet down, start cussing them out, and all this. That's exactly why it didn't work in Miami. But go ahead. Have you, yeah. have you seen the video of him making that dude cry? Yeah. Yeah. Nick Saban made that dude cry. Yes, he did. <laughs> you almost, but, you almost I mean, can't do it in college now. No, yeah, no, you, you almost can't. Yeah, you can. No. I'll, no, because Jeremy Pruitt got in trouble when he did to uh, uh, man. If Garrett, Nick Saban, Garrett, if Nick Garrett Saban top, didn't have a mask covering his face, you could read every f word that yes, he yes. used. He I does mean, it to he his players. He does it to his coaches. It doesn't matter who it is. Saban yeah. is going to ream you a new. If he'll cuss out his coaches, then he'll definitely cut you out. But, 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 yeah. but, but my thing about it is the whole hire. I think it's a good hire. Give the man a chance at it. You you never know unless you try if you're going to be successful or if you're not. I mean, Nick Saban, he was he was successful in the NFL, but he wasn't successful. You know, he was successful when he was under Bill Belichick with the Browns. He was successful then. Uh, you know, he wasn't so successful when he took on the head coaching job in Miami. He had a few good games here and there. He was still a young coach at the time. He may just not have been ready for the NFL. I mean, I mean he beat he beat Belichick. Yeah. 
I mean, with the Dolphins. So, yeah. so it's it's going it's going to be it's just going to be one of them things where you just got to see what he who he you know the coaches he brings in, uh, you know how he handles the environment of it. I think he he he'll do fine, but like I said, we we won't know until the season kicks off to see how the first few games come out. I mean, I don't I don't know what their their schedule is. I don't know who they play here and there, or even in preseason. But but we just we just have to see. Uh, now talking about coaches bringing in, uh, I think a defensive coordinator. I mean, Charlie Strong. He might he might call it Charlie. He might bring him in. Uh, I wish he'd take Bill Bill O'Brien off of our hands, where we ain't got to hire him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But y'all are hard on coaches down there in, in Denver, <laughs> Alabama. I mean, crap. Like it's hard to find a replacement as good as Saban. I'll just say that much. I mean, it's hard to find an offensive coordinator that was like Steve Sarkeesian. So, I mean, you can. Well, hey, Nathan, like, you, you have to think, though, like, Bill O'Brien was one hell of a coach when he was at Penn State. So, well, the yeah. dude knows the college game, and it hasn't changed that much. No. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just a terrible coach. Hey, hey, no, I think T what? Martin's available soon. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, Tennessee I'm, I'm won't even hire him. No, look, I'm still waiting for somebody to take our defensive coordinator. I heard there was power five teams that were looking for, looking at getting him. So I'm hoping they take him so we can bring somebody else. But Charlie Strong would be a good defense coordinator to bring in. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes after Hugh Freeze as the offensive coordinator. Uh, Ryan Day would be a good hire. Uh, I even heard there was uh, Philadelphia was looking at Ryan Day at, at some point as a head yeah. coach as well. So, um, but I mean that that would be that would be my top picks out, out of. Uh, it's probably going to be somebody we never would have even thought about. Oh yeah, it, it's going to be a surprise. I mean. But, but but that's the thing about Urban Meyer. He can put together a hell of a coaching staff. That, that is what he was good at when he was at Florida. I mean, he, he might call up Dan Mullen for crying out loud. Tell Dan Mullen to the NFL. Hey, there is a talk that Dan Mullen might be interviewing soon for NFL job. I mean, look, but look at it. Dan Mullen is the one he coached under Urban Meyer. And coach Tim Tebow, so I mean that would be a perfect, a perfect hire for him in a way. He's already worked on Urban Meyer. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, now I would have loved to see Tim Tebow on the sidelines, but oh, yeah. if he wants to focus on baseball, more to it. But, but I mean that, that's my that's my opinion on it. John, we, got some, uh, we got some NFL games going on this weekend, buddy. Oh, uh, you forgot some more cookie news. Oh yeah, go ahead. Arthur Smith. Oh God. What? <laughs> what happened? Go ahead, John. We can hear now. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> Tell me next time. The sooner. <laughs> well, it looks like the Falcons hired Arthur Smith from the Tennessee's offensive coordinator days. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, Sorry, wow. type out now. That's fine. But wait, wait, wait. I want to say this real quick. I want to say this real quick. Y'all talk about Mike Novell. Look, he's already putting his squad together at Florida State, buddy. So I think ACC better watch out because Mike Novell – 
I think he's going to be bringing Florida State back here soon. I said it. I said it when he left here. The guy is going to win the ACC within his first five years, and he's going to win a national championship within the next ten. I mean, he's he's building a squad over there, dude. I mean, it's impressive. He's bringing in transfers and all these. Uh, I mean, he's even got that quarterback from UCF. McKenzie Melton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's bringing him over. So there you go. You already got you a quarterback. So, and a damn good one. So, yeah, Arthur, like I said, Arthur Smith from the Fal- got the job at the Falcons. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are interviewing as their offensive coordinator, Coach Lynn from the Chargers, who recently just got fired. Oh, shit. Uh, he, should, he should not have been fired, by the way. No, no, he should not have. No, I mean, the dude had a winning record. Me being in their division, dude had a winning record. He put Justin Herbert out there on the field. And Justin Herbert, I'm not saying Justin, he's going to be a world beater, but the dude had one of the best years a rookie's ever had as a quarterback. And he didn't start the first two games, I believe. Right. If it wasn't for a doctor putting a needle in uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor's lung, we wouldn't have seen that season. And I wouldn't have won a fantasy championship. Well, that can open up a whole other can of worms that, you know, is a little more of a sensitive subject, but nobody knows. Yeah, I think I mean, a lot of people. I think also a lot of people up, in San Diego. Well, a lot of people also in San Diego are probably upset about them losing all these leads in the fourth quarter as well. Yeah, yeah, very true. And then the Los Jets Angeles. breaking news also hired that Robert Spillay guy from uh, San Francisco defense coordinator, which okay. a lot of people are still questioning that question or hire as well. Yeah. That guy just looks mad. I don't think anyone is going to do great at the Jets. You know what I mean. And then the other, and then hey, we lost because of you, Wes, because of the Jets pick. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh go. go Jets! But uh, real quick, another topic that we kind of can discuss: uh, Josh Gordon suspended indefinitely again from the Seahawks or the NFL due to substance abuse. He basically had it again. It's time. Are we really surprised by that yeah. at this point? Yeah. It's yeah. Just- just ban I mean, him from the league. I'm past the uh, disappointment phase. Well, and this time it wasn't even weed. It was uh, performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. Like to, to me, that's worse. Yeah. That's worse than smoking weed. I mean, just ban him and be, be, be done with it. It's just, that's where I'm at. I mean, why are we what? continuing to go down the same road when this guy's not going to change? But anyway, go ahead, John. And Brandon, breaking news out of Denver. I'm sure you already heard about it, about your boy, Von Miller. Yeah, he's, he's under police investigation, but nobody knows for what. I think it's that regarding the case. Another question. Do you guys think Antonio Brown's going to get it together eventually, or is he going to? No. I think he's got middle yeah. problems. I guess, uh, I guess I need to remove my old Von Miller jersey back here. and. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can uh, you can you can start a barbecue later with it. <laughs> well, the Von Miller thing. Dude, Super Bowl. Hold on. The Von Miller thing is definitely interesting, especially when, like you said, Wes, the police is investigating as a criminal investigation because he told his ex girlfriend, who's pregnant supposedly, to lose the baby. Hmm. I've I've read a little bit into that too, um, and maybe being a Broncos fan. I, I saw all these screenshots she put up and stuff like that. Well, they were like 
totally out of whack. Um, they were, as far as like the screenshots, some of them were white background screenshots. Some of them were like purplish. Some of them were black. So, like, I think she's just putting stuff together. I mean, that's my personal opinion, but like, because I mean, the dude signed a massive contract in Denver, and he's going into his last year, which is, I, I believe, worth worth around like twenty five, thirty million. Um, uh, and I know it's a sensitive subject talking about money chasing and stuff like that, so I'm I'm gonna lay off of that. But I mean, uh. I don't know what to think of the guy. Uh, I love Von Miller as a football player. Um, I know he had trouble at Texas A&M before the Broncos ever drafted him. Um, I hope he hasn't resorted back to those ways. Uh, but, you know, um, if he did do this, like, I mean, I've lost all respect for him at that point. Uh, if, if he does come out to being guilty as far as uh, doing all that. So, yeah, I mean, definitely be yeah, when you, but I mean, at the same time, the police still has to do its due diligence and, uh, you know, definitely investigates everything involved. Um, but yeah, Von, Von Miller, uh, I, I hope he didn't, you know, do anything crazy, but if he did, he needs to be punished. That's just how it is. Um, John, what games we got going on this weekend, man? Tomorrow, we'll start it out, guys. Uh, 3.35 Central Time on good old Fox. Christian. Chris, Chris. Go ahead, John. I didn't want to hear the play-by-play of the Laker game while you were trying to talk. Go ahead. Who cares about the Lakers? <laughs> Christian does, evidently. He's a bad ring fan, I thought. Go ahead, John. All right, here we, all right, here we go. 335 Central Time. We got the good old NFL game starting out tomorrow in this Divisional semifinals. The LA Rams travel to Green Bay. Green Bay is a seven and a half point favorite over and unders at 46 and a half. Jared Goff, 370 for three, 370 for 552 on the year for over 3,000 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Aaron Rodgers, who is probably going to be the MVP. MVP, MVP, MVP. 372 out of 526 for 4,299 yards for 48 touchdowns and five interceptions, guys. You know, I'm going with Green Bay. Ryan Ladley, a special guest picker also for today, has got Green Bay as well. I'll go. For Christian. Yeah, I mean, the Rams – got a, a really big win against Seattle, but I don't think they can follow that up with another <clears throat> upset at Green Bay. I just think uh, this might be Aaron Rodgers' best or one of his best chances to win another Super Bowl this year, but it will be a, um interesting matchup against the Rams, but I think the Packers will pull this one out. What's the line on this one, John? Seven and a half, but we're going with the straight-up winners. We're going straight-up anyway. Uh, uh, man, I mean, just when you look at Aaron Rodgers and what he's done with who he has around him, it's just, it's just amazing to watch. I mean, besides Devontae Adams, I mean, let's be honest, does he really have any other real 
weapons on that offense. I, I haven't. Uh, Aaron Jones. That's about it. Uh, yeah, him and then the uh, lizard guy or lizard, lizard, whatever his name is. Yeah, him. Um, I mean, you know, that's that's it. Uh, but uh, then again, when you flip it to the Rams, uh, last week was impressive. I, I, I'll admit it. I did not think they would be they would beat the Seahawks uh, at all. Uh, so, but when you look at this week, I think you got to go with Green Bay Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers discount discount double check is uh, doing his thing, man. He is throwing the ball everywhere on lasers. Uh, love, love, love watching him play football. Uh, I've always liked him, even when he was a cow, uh, when he was drafted with my boy Brett Favre was there, and that was kind of the writing on the wall that Brett was done. Um, but when you look at Aaron Rodgers, of course, last year they drafted uh, Jordan Love, uh, which I think is a very talented quarterback. Um, but uh, Aaron ain't going anywhere for a while, I don't think. I, I think he's still he just won MVP, so obviously, he's yeah. So, doing- well, something that was pointed out to me today, I've I've thought all season Aaron Rodgers was leaving. Something that was pointed out to me today, they don't trust uh, Love yet. No, he, he hasn't even dressed. He, he's not even dressed on the sidelines. Uh, he's not even a backup. So hmm. they're just kind of. I think they're being careful with him. Uh, because uh, the dude's got all the talent. Uh, he's a great quarterback in college. Uh, they they wouldn't have drafted him first round if they didn't think he was worth anything. Uh, they're just being – Who's starting ahead of him? That's literally probably the only reason he's not starting. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's not just that. I'm just saying because he's a young guy. I think Aaron Rodgers has a lot of football left in him. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady's 43 years old, and he's still slinging the ball, has a chance to go to the NFC Championship game next week. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be in that same predicament, and he's going to shatter every record. We So, you know, when Peyton broke the records, all of us thought, okay, Tom Brady and Drew Brees are going to break them eventually. Aaron Rodgers is going to shatter those records that they broke. It's not even going to be close uh, if he stays healthy, and I think he's going to stay in Green Bay. Um, LaFleur's system just fits him perfect, so – yeah, I so let's get Green so. Bay, right? Yeah, yeah. I got I got Green Bay winning this game by fourteen points. And then Brand's got Green Bay. Okay, cool. So who's next? Uh, Aaron or Nathan? I didn't make my pick. <laughs> yeah, <you did. laughs> he talked so highly at Green Bay now he's gonna pick. He's trying to go to the Rams. <laughs> Hey, that's a perfect, that's a perfect bait and switch, though, Brandon. You get them in over here, and then whoop, at the end. I love it. Okay. Because our boy Daryl Henderson isn't playing, I'm going Green Bay. But the Rams' defense is unbelievable. The last few, I mean, the last few games that I've seen them. I watched Jalen Ramsey play a lot this year. The dude locked down every big receiver that he played all season. I mean, DK Metcalf had like four, like one catch against him the, the second time they played, and like four the first time they played, and then he only had like four last week. Um, he shut down Stephon Diggs, who was statistically the best receiver in the NFL this year, to one catch for four yards. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's a dog. That's not even to mention the the best defensive player in the league on their defensive line. He's got he's got to cover Jamal Adams this week. Or 
Devontae. Devontae Adams. Adams. Devontae Adams. <laughs> but you but you also have Sam Donald you can't forget about on that defensive line like oh, Brandon yeah, was talking yeah. about, dude. Yeah. He's a beast, and he's hard to block, dude. Aaron, Aaron Donald is unreal. I mean, yeah. the dude, the dude's the best in football. Um, I can see uh, Rodgers running around for his life. But, <laughs> but I, I think Green Bay wins. I do believe the Rams cover. I think Jared Goff looked pretty good, even though he had his thumb injury last week. I think he's getting a little bit healthier. I, I, I don't know how the Rams uh, – I think it's supposed to be 32 degrees at kickoff and, like, snow is supposed to be on the ground. Um, I, yeah. I don't know how yeah. the Rams play in that cold weather because they're so used to playing in a warm climate. Um, but I do think the Rams cover tomorrow. And uh, – but, you know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is going to be out there dropping dimes and suck at signs. So, um, it's, uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch. And Jared Goff is also wearing gloves for the first time all year tomorrow, too. Well, it's 15 degrees outside. I would be, too. <laughs> for some, they say, though. All right, who we got next? Christian – or not Christian, Aaron or Nathan. All right, so um, so I got um, I got Packers in this game. I just feel like they're too loaded. Um, Aaron Rodgers, MVP. Um, so – yeah, yeah. Um, Packers all the way. Christian? Nathan. Oh, I've sorry, already sorry, said. sorry. Nathan, my bad. Uh, yeah, give me the uh, – I mean, dude. <laughs> the Packers are going to go up against a, a tough defense, dude. The mm-hmm. L.A. does have a tough defense, and they yeah. proved it going against Seahawks. <laughs> they, they – I mean, D.K. met – D.K. couldn't do nothing – Russell looked like a joke. I mean, it was just – it was downright embarrassing, basically, to be a Seahawks fan to sit there and watch L.A. just demolish your offense. Uh, I, I think it's going to be I'm, – I'm I'm, I mean, I'm going with the Packers. Uh, I'm going with 14, 14. Wes, how long have you been a Packers fan? Oh, man. Uh – since since the Titans lost last week, no, no. no. <laughs> Middle think. school, uh, yeah. I mean, let's see. I mean, definitely when Favre was there. Um, were you were you a fan when the Broncos played the Packers in that Super Bowl? Yes, most definitely. And I was going for the Packers. Okay, who won that game? That's, that's, that's when that's when John Elway got hit and did that little spinneroonie to get the, the helicopter, game. baby. The helicopter in the end zone to win us the Super Bowl. Yeah, we know. Um, no, that's the same year I tore your cheese head, right? Yes, really. <laughs> We're really gonna bring that up, huh? Yeah, it is, John. Yeah, it is. No, I don't remember. That's all. Eighth grade year. Man, that pissed me off. Still does. All right. Who's next? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why does it piss you off? Oh, that's right. I, 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 I tried to have it, put it on and it tore. I forgot. Yeah, big head. Come on. Move on. <laughs> All right. Next game, Baltimore at Buffalo. Uh, 715 kickoff. Baltimore 11 and 5. <laughs> Buffalo uh, 13 and 3. Buffalo is only a two and a half point favorite. 49 and a half is the over and under. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 242 at 376. 
for 27-57 passing, 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions. And then our maybe runner-up of the MVP this year, Josh Allen, 396 for 572 for 45-44 for 37 touchdowns and six interceptions. Ryan Ladley's got the Buffalo Bills at home. Um, I'm going to go with Buffalo at home as well, but I think Baltimore is going to play it close. Oof. Um, man, I think this is going to be a really good game. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I, I, just to be honest, uh, LeVar Jackson was a man on a mission last week against the Titans. Um he played everything pretty much on offense. He did everything. I mean, he made he made he made every throw, he made every run when he had to. Um, but with that being said, and, and their defense played great, taking nothing nothing away from Baltimore, had a great game last week. But I think this Josh Allen team and this Buffalo Bills defense is a team on a mission this season. I would love, absolutely love to see the Bills. And the Browns against each other. And whoever wins, you know, goes on. I, I just – I would love to see it. Do I think it'll happen? I think it could. I honestly do. I think it could. I think both of those teams are sleepers for this season's playoffs. Just my opinion. But, yeah, give me Buffalo to win this game by uh, 10. Speaking of Buffalo, real quick, guys, has Ed Oliver – Where's my jacket at? Uh, been playing that all for Buffalo? He's a starting defensive lineman. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, okay. he's actually done pretty well, actually. <laughs> Christian, who you got, man? Yeah, um, the Ravens defense played a, about as great a game as you can play against the Titans last week. But they're going to have their hands full this week with Josh Allen and the Bills. They, that team is really good offensively and defensively. So Lamar Jackson's going to have to – he's not going – I don't believe he's going to be able to beat the Bills running around. He's going to actually have to make some throws. Uh, I could see this being a low-scoring game, but I like the Bills uh, at home in this one. And it's going to be hard for me to pick against them this year just because I want I'd like to see them go to the Super Bowl and and win um but I don't know if they're I don't know if they can do that this year but I do like them to get by the Ravens Nathan who you got man man <sighs> I mean you got two good teams dude uh God, the blues suck go ahead Nathan sorry <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What's, what's going on with the Blues right now? Are they losing? Go ahead, Nathan. What's going on, Wes? We need an update. Yeah, we need an update, Wes. I need, I need to hear about how the Blues are doing. It's three to nothing right now. No, That's I, like don't blow out. I don't want to hear an update. I don't need an update. All right, all right look. Um, I guess I jinxed them today. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I mean... Lamar Jackson proved a lot in that game against the Titans. I mean, he put on a show. Uh, they even said that he had something to prove because he everybody did. said he wouldn't win. You know, he wouldn't be, go too far in the playoff. 
Um, and you got Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo, <laughs> they barely escaped the Colts. Uh, I, I literally thought Indianapolis had them. Um, give me – you know what? I'm, I'm going to say it. Just give me the Ravens on this game. Give, give me Baltimore. I think they're mm. – they're, I think Lamar Jackson still thinks he has something to prove. And going to, and they're coming off that win against the Titans. Uh, yeah, give, give me, give me, uh, give me Baltimore in this one. I think they're going to be. I, I, it's going to be close though. I, I think it's going to be by. They'll beat them by three, but it'll be Baltimore by three. All right, uh, Aaron, who you got, man? All right, Nathan, I got Bills by three. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, I'm going against the Alabama fan again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, no, but I got I got bills on this one. I want to see them do well. Um, I think Josh Josh Allen was playing really well, and I'm really excited to see this game. I know it's going to be very good, very close. I know I said that for this national championship. I was obviously wrong, but I feel like this game is actually going to be very good and very close. So I'm excited for it, and I got the bills. Three All right. points. All right. Uh, Bum, what about you, man? Um, Jonathan opened up with saying that uh, the MVP runner-up, Josh Allen. That's a lie. MVP runner-up is Derrick Henry. We all know it. Um, <laughs> okay, third. But, but um, Baltimore's defense played incredible. Hey, my puppy's going to make an appearance. Hold on. Hold on. Come here, baby. Yeah. This is Memphis. Let, we let met her last pick. week. Let Memphis. Uh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're fine. It gave us your pick for last week, remember? Yeah. It oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She gave me the Alabama pick, so she's going to give me good luck now for me picking the Baltimore Ravens tomorrow. There we go. <laughs> All right. John, who you got, man? Uh, I already said uh, Buffalo at home. You got Buffalo? Okay. All right, what's next? Hang on one second. What did y'all think of the celebration at the end of the game last week? Oh, uh, Baltimore was it was it was it was it too much or do you think no, it was it's, okay? It's the same thing the Titans did to them. Yes, yeah, the same thing. That's fair game. I got no problem with it, and I'm a Titans mm-hmm. fan. I got no problem with it. Then Lamar Jackson running off to the locker room with time no. left on the clock. I got no problem with it, and I'm a Titan fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next game, Cleveland at Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Over and under at 57. Cleveland's 11-and-five. Kansas City, 14-and-two. Uh, as Nathan put it, it's progressive versus State Farm, I believe, tomorrow, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Two insurance companies going at it. Baker Mayfield, 305 for 46, 35-63 passing, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Nick Chubb over a thousand yards rushing. Uh, Patrick Mahomes three ninety of five thirty eight, forty seven forty thirty eight touchdowns and six interceptions on the year. Ryan Ladley has Kansas City. Um, Wes, I'm gonna go with Cleveland. I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna go different this week. I'm gonna take. Well, I think Cleveland will lose last week, but I do like Cleveland to go into Kansas City. I think Baker Mayfield's gonna throw the ball, and Cleveland's gonna. Get some turnovers on defense as well. And I think Nick Chubb and the gang are going to have like 200 yards rushing against Kansas City's defense. 
Plus, a lot of rumors going around right now regarding the Kansas City's offensive coordinators asking to leave for another job. Hmm. Oh, excuse me. Um, first off, let me say this. I think Eric, are, you, are you saying the game is going to be a snooze fest? No, 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 not at all. Uh, I'm I'm just tired. Um, <laughs> when you look at uh, the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, I think it's one of the best OCs in the NFL, and that man deserves a head coaching position. That's my opinion. Second, we're going to Chargers. Secondly, with set with me saying that, give me Cleveland to get the win. Uh, I am a okay. I am a Baker Mayfield believer, man. I am firm believer that that young man is a stud. He deserved to be picked where he was. He's a franchise quarterback for a reason. And every Cleveland fan that dogged on him and hated on him, I guarantee you, is buying the crap out of his jerseys right now because he's the most popular man in Cleveland, um, more than than uh, LeBron. But anyway, um, give me Baker Mayfield. That is a dynamic duo he's got in the, at, at back, in the backfield. Plus, he's got weapons all the way around him. And let's not sleep on that Cleveland defense. That Cleveland defense is a lot better than people gave credit for. Give me Cleveland to get the win. Uh, Aaron, what about you, man? Okay, so I believe Come this on. is a, another one? Jesus, sorry. <laughs> so I believe. <laughs> So, so I believe this is a pretty cool rematch between the quarterbacks. I believe they played in a very exciting, high-scoring college football game. Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma versus Texas Tech. That was an exciting game. Um, I think it was in 2016, 2017. Um, so, oh, man. I got Kansas City on this one. I just... <clears throat> I'm not a I'm not a believer in the Browns yet. I I'm proud that they made it this far, but I feel like this is as far as they're going this year. I feel like Kansas City is going to try to make another run. Um, I'm shooting for a Chiefs versus Bills AFC Championship game, and I feel like that's going to be an exciting game. But but we're not there yet, and I got Chiefs for this one. Um, Patrick Mahomes will be lights out. He, We've obviously seen him in this situation before last year, and I feel like he's going to make another run for it again, and I got Kansas City. All right. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, who you got next, man? All right. So <laughs> I was just informed <laughs> by, by someone. Is it your scout again? Is this the scout? My, my scout, is this, yes. Is this, scout that, is this that us? This anonymous source from last it week? It is. It is. Very same one. Uh, my anonymous Shocker. source said that <laughs> when, when Georgia beat Baker Mayfield in the playoff, he made that, you know, they made Baker cry. So she claims that he's a little crybaby. So I'm going to go with uh, Kansas City on this. I'd love to see Baker do it, but looks like my source is telling me not to choose that. So I'm going to go with Kansas City on it. Did you tell your source about Dan Landing, by the way, yet? No, my my sources. <laughs> I can't I can't say a lot to my source. I just gotta take I gotta take her advice when I get it. Oh, it. so okay. <laughs> so now we've we finally got him to say that it's a she. So I'm glad yep. we, that we we got that. Hey, look, I will say I have that, a I feeling say I know who this source is. Look, she she was about to tell me because in, in our last pick, the the Ravens game, 
she told she told me don't pick against Lamar Jackson. Hey, he because he'll prove he, you wrong, basically. Yeah. He he's he was zero two in the playoffs until last week. So mm-hmm. yeah, but he did he did finally get that first playoff win. So maybe that'll. I think I think that'll start something for him. But yeah, give give me Kansas City, dude. I, I just feel like Patrick Mahomes gonna come out, and you got uh, Tyron Hill. I mean, dude. Yeah. It, it, it they're gonna they're gonna have a lot on them. So Browns, I just don't. I'd love to see him go a little bit further, but I just Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They're gonna they're gonna come in and just shut them down, dude. So give me Kansas City by what was the spread? Uh, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Give me 14 on it. All right. Bum, who you got, man? Let's, uh, let's say a moment of silence real quick for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs because we're going with the dog pound, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, While he's holding the dog. I, I am uh, a big supporter of the Dog, just kick me off. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait, he's freaking out. That's a sign. That's a sign. He chose the wrong one. <laughs> well, hey, Chris, he's just froze. Go ahead, Christian. Yeah. Um. The uh, Steelers are not, or the Chiefs are not the Steelers. The Steelers overlooked the the Browns last week. No, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, go ahead. He, he said he's saying the Chiefs aren't the Steelers. I know what he's saying, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Threw me off. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the Chiefs will be uh, ready for the Browns after seeing. They're not going to overlook the Browns, is what I'm saying. Uh, they are well aware that the Browns can win, and they're. And they uh, proved that that against the Steelers. So I think, with that being said, the Chiefs will be ready, and it'll be it'll be ugly. I don't even I don't think it'll be close, honestly. Okay, props to the Browns. Sense. Props to the Browns for getting that playoff win, but it ends against the Chiefs. Yep. All right, John, what you got next, man? So okay, so me, you, and Brandon we got the cheat or. Good old Browns. Okay, cool. Yes, yes, yes. Hang on, what's I got Mr. Johnson's brother-in-law watching on the show as well right now from Atlanta. He says, uh, thank y'all guys for the moment of silence. I really do appreciate it for my brother-in-law. No I don't know if y'all saw man. that or not yet, but uh, I just got you a message very, on our Facebook. You are very welcome, sir. Uh, we we did it with honor. We did it with our hearts. Uh, we, we did it for uh, not only uh, Memphis Tiger fans here, but Memphis Tiger fans all around the country. Um, if, you're, if you happen to be watching or listening right now, uh, you know, Phineas was a very special man to uh, multiple people, not only on this show, but all, all around Tiger Nation. So, yeah, not a problem. You're very welcome. Uh, we don't mind doing that at all. Got, and also, he's a big. He's also a big Titans fan. For a lot of people that don't know about him as well, yeah, yeah, I give him a lot of credit for that as well. And I know he, like we said, you said Wes, he was definitely a big listener to our show. Um, the last game of the weekend is Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New mm-hmm. Orleans is a three and a half point favorite over and unders at fifty one and a half. Uh, Eleven and five Tampa Bay, twelve and four New Orleans. 
Tom Brady, four of one at 6'10", for 4,633 yards, uh, 40 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Drew Brees, 275 at 390 for 29-42, 24 touchdowns and six interceptions. Ryan Ladley has Tampa Bay in the upset because Tom Brady always finds a way to win the games inside of a dome. Um, I'm going to go last here this time, guys. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, do y'all remember earlier in the season when these two teams met? And I'm pretty sure Tom Brady got beat pretty bad, did he not? And everybody yeah. was saying, oh, oh, he, he's he's lost a step. He's lost it. There's they're questioning why is he why why is it why is he there can him and bruce arians get along look at where we are we're in the playoffs and look who's there tom freaking brady that's who i'm going with give me tom brady give me this very talented tampa bay buccaneers team all the way around both sides of the ball they got talent give me give me tampa bay go ahead bum well, before my dog kicked me off uh, a second ago, uh, I was talking about Cleveland. So, I'm, can I finish talking about Cleveland for a second? Absolutely. Okay. Well, my dog kicked me off. That might be her telling me to pick the Chiefs. But, uh, um, you know, as a Broncos fan, I can't pick. I can't pick the Chiefs, so I'm not doing it. Uh, sorry, Memphis, not picking. Not picking the Chiefs. Um, she's gonna poop in the floor now. Exactly. <laughs> she's in my bed. So I hope she doesn't poop on my bed. Uh, all right, this is the toughest matchup thus far in the playoffs, I believe. Um, I visited the city of New Orleans about a month ago. Great place. Great food. Great people. Um, they, they love their Saints down there. But I don't love their Saints on Sunday night. I'm picking Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to see Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady for the NFC Championship game. Two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And it's going to be a throwdown. So. See, yeah. What are my doing? <laughs> Christian, who you got? Yeah, I'm excited to see the Brees and uh, Brady matchup. However, I I think Brady will come out on top. And I hate to say it because this may, you know, maybe Brees' last year, but I just don't think uh, – I don't think the Saints have what it takes to go all the way this year. They are a good team, but there's, gonna, there's a lot of people – a lot of other good teams they're going to have to go through. And I think Brady, you know, he's got more weapons – uh, out there, the Tampa Bay defense is a is a little bit of a question mark, but I think they're able to score enough points against the Saints to get the win, um, and then it'll set up a big matchup against Aaron Rodgers next next week. Aaron, who you got, man? I got the Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady is a beast in the playoffs, and he has been since 2002. And and I'm excited to see this game. But I got Buccaneers. 
right. Uh, Aaron, uh, I'm sorry, Nathan, who you got? Well, I mean, the Saints, you know, Breeze coming back off, off the injury and everything. Uh, but, I mean, man, it's Tom Brady, though, dude. He's in a playoff. I mean, he's always he's, – the man. The man's a beast. I mean, he, he, he knows how to win games. He knows how to – he's been in the playoff way too many times. He's been to Super Bowl way too many times. He's got a squad. He's got – you know, he's still got Gronk with him. So, you know, you got that matchup to deal with. The Bucks defense, uh, not really impressed that much by him. Uh, but – you know what? I, I'm I'm gonna do this. It's gonna be it, this is gonna be the great the best game to watch by far. You got two Hall of Famers going at it, and Drew Brees and Tom Brady. I mean, you can't you couldn't ask for a better matchup of two quarterbacks. So, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I'm picking who 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 that nation. Give me the Saints. I think Drew Brees. I think this is his year to do something. So, Tom no, Brady, no. I hate it, but it, no, who that nation, is it, man? Is this me or is the Alabama fan talking about someone winning too much? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was going to say it. You, you can't, you can't always it. make it. You can't always make it. I mean, look at us. We got put out last year. And, you yeah. know, we didn't even touch a playoff. One year. Yeah. <laughs> One year though, the one year. But man, think about how hungry Clemson is going to be next season. Two back to back that you don't win. That's going to be. I think that's going to be dangerous next year, Clemson. But go ahead, John. Uh, first of all, West, there's a good game if we watch football or, or anything else right now on ESPNU. What's on? Alabama over Ohio State. <laughs> You know, I I got to go to the office in the morning kind of early, so I'm going to have to go to bed after this. So no, I, really, I really hate that, I'm, that I got to miss that. Go ahead. Uh, no, Nathan, you made an interesting point uh, regarding New Orleans. and Y'all made an interesting point on Tampa Bay's defense as well. But I think New Orleans defense is going to come ready to play and um, basically put some pressure on Tom Brady. I think New Orleans is going to maybe get a few turnovers on the fumble from Leonard Fournette, or even a few interceptions from Tom Brady. And I like the Saints at home and uh, Drew Brees over Tom Brady. And a close one, though, I think it's going to be like a late field goal. Could be the difference. But you also got but you also got Kamara Hunt. I mean, run the ball for him. I mean, and Kamara yeah. Hunt. I mean, but but he's not just running. He's also catching for the man. I mean, so we've seen this in college football. I mean, Najee Harris does the same thing for Mac Jones, and look what oh, he did. Does it have to Does it have to always be Alabama players? Can it be somebody <laughs> you know else in the country? Why can't you use this, Clemson this players? Even Kamara, even Kamara was at Alabama for a while. I mean, can it, well, we might as well call it. Uh, uh, I mean, come on now. Yeah, like, start your own show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what you got. Kamara walk at Alabama, like, you know, I want to bring. I've been arguing with a lot of people regarding this lately. Um, I know it's, we're talking about NFL a little bit, but what about college football, real quick? I want to bring up um, defense coordinator for Cincinnati just recently took a job to go to Notre Dame. 
he told his players in the meeting, though, that he was headed to LSU on a two and a half million dollar a year contract. What did y'all think of that move of him going to Notre Dame instead of LSU? I know Notre Dame has the money and everything, but are y'all kind of surprised that he decided to go to Notre Dame instead of LSU? Um, um, not at the moment, just because you know, Notre Dame was a trouble, playoff. Yeah. Notre Dame was a playoff team, and like Aaron said, that's a good point. LSU's got a lot of stuff going on there. Um, and yeah, like Notre Dame's a good job. I mean, you can't deny it. Maybe he's trying. Maybe he's going to try to, you know, get them over that hump. You know, of not being able to win in the playoffs. Yeah, I, as far as that job's concerned, I take Notre Dame just for the sheer fact that the NCAA is, like, not only knocking on their door, like, they've already kicked the front door down, the back door, the side door, the other side mm-hmm. door. They've gone through the basement. Uh, I mean, it's not pretty at LSU. Um, uh, some heads are going to roll, and there's going to be some coaches that are without jobs, um, and for deservedly so, I think. Um, but – uh, I think right now you go to Notre Dame. I, I mean, because they're not in the ACC moving forward as far as they I could know be anyway. next year. You never well, know. I mean, true, could be. But if not, then they go right back to the independent scene, which means they set their own schedule. Obviously, everyone does, but you know what I mean. Um, I think it's less pressure at Notre Dame than it would be at LSU. Um, because I don't at know LSU, about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I agree with that now. You don't. You don't think so? Notre Dame. I mean. Notre Dame, there's a lot of pressure at Notre Dame, I'm sure. But, I mean, but there's, I don't But there's more at LSU. I don't – I'm not – I wouldn't say that either. I mean, maybe – What I happened – where is, where is LSU – all right, let me ask you this. What's the difference in the two coordinators? Why, why, why are both these schools looking for coaches? Well, one, the Notre Dame coach took the available job. No, yeah. Right. What happened Here's to the, the LSU coach? Got fired. Right. Okay. So there's 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 my beater right there. But look at the two different se- the seasons that they had. It doesn't I mean, matter. LSU had a pretty bad season, of course, but by their standards. But oh, by anybody's standards, that's a bad season. It's I mean. never heard of because both Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State they've all they all proven that success builds on success built on success, and then LSU wins. Like yes, yes, I get they lost what twenty players or whatever. That that's a lot of players, but but still, isn't that supposed to build your platform and build your recruiting? And then all of a sudden, they're like you don't go, you don't be the best team in history or arguably the best team in history, and then turn around and only <laughs> win three games. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, I just I, that fan base. And I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. Every fan, I mean, I don't want to say every fan base. Mm-hmm. Most fan bases in the SEC have that yeah. expectation. And coming off the season that they had last year, yes, they had extremely high expectations. I understand that. But I just feel like the pressure and the eyes on you in Baton Rouge, because you know, every single week, if you look at Notre Dame's schedule, they got some yeah. little uh, cupcakes. That's true. Uh, they, you, look uh, at, you look at LSU, it's Bama. It's I Arkansas. think that's the difference right there. Exactly. That 
when I say the pressure is on LSU, yeah. that's a pressure cooker job. You win now or you're not here yeah. next year. You're right. Doesn't Notre right. Dame got a schedule like eight ACC Notre games Dame, on schedule? You could argue that Notre Dame doesn't have as much pressure because, you know, they are Notre Dame. Because like, like they, even the teams they had to play every year, like USC, Stanford, they're not they're not like they were. So that's like I mean I'm what, hoping one of these days they might be, but so they haven't really had to have a lot of pressure. But I but mean, that's the thing though. It, it it's like what Aaron was just saying. You had USC and Stanford, okay? But then you look at the SEC West. You got teams like Arkansas, you got teams like Auburn, you got teams, I mean LSU, all of those. On the rise. Yeah. And they can they can compete with USC and Stanford and might even blow them out. <laughs> Did they even say that? So Notre Dame for them to actually have a you know a lot of pressure because I mean you come into the SEC, you come in because they want you they want a winning season off of you. They need something. Every the year. East the East right now is being controlled because Florida's controlling the East. I mean, see the Florida or Georgia over there right now. So it ain't really much of a matchup. But when you yeah. look at Alabama or, or the SEC West, you got Alabama that can compete. You got Arkansas. You got Auburn, You got LSU. You got all these teams right here that can be up there. <coughs> so, <laughs> but, but my uh, – Vanderbilt. I mean, uh, uh, I'm already ready for next season. I'm going to a couple games at least. But – because all Notre Dame proved this year was they do the same thing in playoff, they lose the playoff game. Yeah. Exactly right. I really hope we can have fans next year. I don't and want to see now, it. And now y'all see my point about the LSU job versus Notre, the Notre Dame job. Okay, go ahead, John. Now that we bro- <laughs> broke it down, yeah. My initial Brandon, was like, Brandon, what Notre Dame. About it? What did I think about what? The Cincinnati defense coordinator turning down LSU and telling his players that he's going to LSU and going to Notre Dame instead. Chase that money, brother. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You know what? Memphis doesn't have to scheme against them next year. <laughs> and also, he doesn't have to coach it against the SEC, so that's that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Brandon, you want to give us some uh, interesting news out of Athens, possibly? Sure, I'll give you some interesting news. Um, former University of Memphis linebackers coach Dan Lanning, uh, now the defensive coordinator of the University of Georgia, uh, last year was actually uh, in the running for the University of Memphis head coaching job, is probably headed to the University of Texas to be the defensive coordinator for Steve Sarkeesian. I think that is, if he does accept it, um, I think that's an incredible move and a great move by Sarkeesian. Landing that defense at Georgia, I know their offense doesn't translate, but that defense translates every time they hit the football field. Um, I I think that is just a great hire um, if he can get them down there. Because Texas, I mean, let's be real. If Texas isn't good at football, Football's not at the peak of the fun that it can be. Um, when Tennessee is as bad as they are, that's fun. But Texas, when they're when they're good, and their fans start getting because they have possibly the biggest fan base in the country. 
and the biggest alumni. When they're saying, Aaron, we're going to that game next year now that they're going to be probably good. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're going to be good too, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know who's going to be good? The Hogs. University of Memphis. Go Tigers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say much because y'all are Memphis fans, but I just want them to join a bigger conference so they can. Hey, actually... we'll see y'all in two years, but or three years, it's okay. Arkansas. Hey, when that, when that club agreement comes through, we'll be seeing y'all. Don't worry. Yep. I mean, y'all could probably beat Arkansas, but at right now. I mean, we're playing Arkansas in what 2023 or 2024. We signed a four-year contract with them. We'll see. We'll see him available, Christian. Yeah, that'll be fun. Hey, yes, and, and we're also playing a state school um, for the first time in years. We're playing Pine Bluff this fall too. Arkansas Pine yeah. Bluff. I want to play any. That will be very ugly. <laughs> hey, I like hey, hey, you'll enjoy their marching band, and that's probably about it. They do have a good marching band. Just like we enjoyed Southern's band. Yep. Hey, hey, but Christian, I'm ready for a game that Arkansas is involved in where it looks ugly and we look good. You know, like. Yeah, you know, you're going to get it. With Arkansas Pine Bluff, you'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> Arkansas is the one on the back end of that, you know. <laughs> you know, Wes, before we end the show, do um, we forgot to talk about some interesting news out of. Ohio last week as well, which Aaron will give us some more information on that. Oh, oh, are you talking about the the Hall of Fame finalists for the 2021 Hall of Fame? Okay. All right. Wes, you don't, you haven't heard this yet, have you? I don't think so. All right. So we got Jared <laughs> Allen. Defensive end, Kansas City, 2004 to 2007. Yeah. We have – oh, and he was also at Minnesota Vikings and Chicago Bears and Carolina Panthers. We have um, Rondé Barber, defensive back, 1997 to 2012, Tampa Bay. Tony Boselli, tackle, 1995 to 2001, Jacksonville Jaguars. And then uh, 2002, he was at the Houston Texans, injury reserve. Um, Leroy Butler, safety, nice. 1990 to 2001, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, nice. Alan Fran, um, Fan, Fanesha, or it's F-A-N-E-C-A. He's a guard. He was yeah. from 1998 yeah. to 2007, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, we also have Tory Holt, wide receiver, 1999 yeah. to 2008. St. Louis Rams. And then in 2009, he joined the Jacksonville Jaguars. I forgot about him there. Yeah. Calvin Johnson, wide receiver. Uh, uh, Megatron. Megatron. He's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. He should be on like two years from now. <laughs> and the next guy you say is definitely not a first ballot. John Lynch. Yeah, I was going to say this. It's a joke. He's a Bronco. <laughs> He's a 49er now, though. <laughs> so, 
story of John Lynch. He was a he's a free safety or was a free safety, 1993 to 2003 Tampa Bay, and then also uh, we have Buccaneers. Uh, or hold on one second. Um, we have Peyton Manning. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. He should. They they should make a Peyton Manning Hall of Fame. It should be like him, Brady, Breeze, and Rogers all get their own Hall of Fame. Yeah. It would have to be really long because he has a really long neck and a really long forehead. That's a five head, buddy. We have Clay. We have Clay Matthews, linebacker, nineteen seventy eight to nineteen ninety three, Cleveland Browns. Man, I thought you were talking about the other one. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was like, I was he didn't like, play this. What? I did too. I was like, there's no way he's the first ballot Hall of Famer. He just gonna, got out of the league. Go I ahead. I'm be, sorry. I, gonna, I, I think, you think that's his dad. Yeah, it was his dad. I was gonna say, Clay Matthews might have, I was gonna say, Clay Matthews could have thanked Freddie Quinn for his sister. <laughs> I know it. We have Sam Mills, linebackers, 1986-1994, New Orleans mm-hmm. Saints, 1995-1997. Um, Carolina Panthers. We have um, Richard Seymour, defensive end slash defensive tackle, 2001 to 2008, New England Patriots. What's up? Go ahead. 2009-2012, Oakland Raiders. We have Zach Thomas, linebacker, 1996 to 2007, Miami Dolphins, 2008, Dallas Cowboys. Reggie Wayne, Wide receiver, 2001 to 2014, Indianapolis Colts. Deserves it, yes. Charles Woodson, defensive back, 1998 to 2005, 2013 to 2015, Oakland Raiders, 2006 to 2012, Green Bay Packers. That's it. That's a good group. That's a very good group. It's a very good group. Did you say Tory Holt? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the cool thing about it is since they didn't have the induction this year for the 2020 class, mm-hmm. these guys will probably be getting inducted at the same time. And I hope that Tory Holt like makes it um, because seeing him and Isaac Bruce going at the same time would be really cool. Yeah. Greatest show on turf. That's but that I mean that that'd be really cool. That's like the first football memories I have were watching the Patriots and the Rams in the Super Bowl and the Titans and the Rams wrong. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Belichick <laughs> shut that greatest show on turf down in that game in the Super Bowl. Man, I sure would hate to mute your mic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Wes, 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 Wes. I got a question. You want to get muted too? Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to I, – I, I can't watch the Avalanche and Blues game. What's the score? <laughs> hey, how, about, uh, how about we kick him? All right. Can we kick Nathan? Where, yeah, where's where's that button, man? Hold on, Nathan. Watch the Blues be winning now. It is, it is, it is, it is what, five nothing? I think it's five nothing right now. Okay. Jeez. All right, folks. Well, thank you very much for watching tonight. This has been a great show. It's been long, uh, but thank you very much for watching. we got a full day ahead tomorrow. Check out the website. Uh, We're going to get everything updated on there. 
Uh, thank you to, for everybody for watching, uh, listening on iHeartRadio, watching on YouTube as well, uh, to and also on Instagram, uh, also on Twitter. Uh, uh, also, check out the website. We have links on both. Um, Brandon, thank you very much. Kristen, all the fellas. Nathan, once again, thank you, my brother. Uh, Y'all be good, be safe. And for everybody from Four Star Sports Show, be good.